0: It's
1: 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, holiday horror. Six dead dozens hurt after a gunman opens fire at a 4th of July parade. You
2: heard people screaming bodies down,
1: you know, run for your life. Everything we know about the victims, the gunman and where the investigation stands and a look at some of the heroes who risked it all to care for the injured. Then behind bars. New details on the case of a Texas yoga teacher accused of murdering a professional cyclist. How she evaded police for so long and the steps she took to stay hidden
3: while trying to start a new life. You have to give up your old life and that means not bringing your yoga practice with you when you run to Costa Rica to hide from authorities.
1: Just ahead, the full timeline of what happened. Plus, driving down debt. The steps you can take right now to bring down your balance. We've got advice from financial advisors you'll want to hear and the remarkable story of a woman who knocked out nearly $60,000
4: in debt in less than 2 years. I have been in debt for the majority of my adult life and I'm just not interested in doing that anymore. I'm committed to having freedom with money.
1: And hot dog. The winners of this year's annual Nathan's hot dog eating contest join us live. We'll ask them all about the feeding frenzy, including the competition's triumphant return to Coney Island, and how they're feeling this morning after gobbling down dozens of dogs today, Tuesday, July fifth, twenty twenty-two.
5: Hello, St. Clair, Missouri. Love you, one, one, Papa. Today Show from Boston and Riverside, California. I Hi to our kids, Pete out. and Eli. From, from Franklin, Franklin Massachusetts, Massachusetts on our birthday trip. Hey,
6: hey
7: to our dad. dad in Chelsea, Alabama. First time in New York to visit today.
4: What's up, Covington,
2: Virginia. Bessies in, in the, the city.
7: city from Milwaukee and Nashville.
2: Sending love to my beautiful mom on her special day.
6: Watching in Cameron, North Carolina. Happy 95th birthday. Oh,
1: that was great. Yes. Happy nine, 95th looks sparkly. I got to say, it looks Thank real good. We're happy to see you guys. Uh, glad you're with us. It's a Tuesday morning. Savannah has the day off. Uh, it's a really busy morning, guys. We're going to get right to our news at 8 o'clock. This morning, we have new details about the horror. And the heroics after that mass shooting at a 4th of July parade in suburban Chicago. At least six people killed, more than 30 others hurt. We're going to start with NBC's Tom Yamas. He's in Highland Park, Illinois, with the very latest right there on the scene. Hey, Tom, good morning.
8: Hey, Hoda. Good morning to you. Families from Highland Park were gathered here just behind me yesterday morning. It was a 4th of July parade, and there are so many social media videos that captured the chaos. And the one thing you notice from watching all these videos is the delay, the thought that someone would get on a roof and start firing on a parade on July 4th in the morning. It just seems unthinkable. But then people start running for their lives, leaving everything behind, including strollers and chairs. At least six people shot and killed, another 30 being treated for injuries. Eyewitnesses tell me there was no chance at saving those that suffered direct hits because the wounds were so severe. It took police more than eight hours, but they say they have a person of interest in custody. He's 22 years old, and he's someone from this community. Earlier, Hoda spoke with the mayor of Highlands Park, who was at a loss over what's happened in her town.
9: And it was like, here we are again. I said to somebody yesterday, I never thought I would be one of those mayors. Well, none of us ever think we will be one of those mayors. And so whether it's Buffalo, New York, whether it's Uvalde, Texas, whether it's Highland Park, Illinois, this is unbelievable to me that this is an acceptable part of who we are as a nation
8: police say the gunman used a high-powered rifle. The victims, police say, were just random, just parade-goers. Of course, the question is always, why? We don't know that yet, but we do know that the man in custody posted dark and troubling videos on social media that depict shootings. It's unclear why no one flagged authorities or took steps to see what was going on with this young man. Hoda?
10: All right, Tom Yamas, there at this in Highland Park. Tom, thank you. And like a lot of parades, many of those participating or attending there in Highland Park were first responders and when that gunfire erupted their instincts kicked in and they rushed to help the victims NBC's Kathy Park is outside the hospital where more than two dozen of the victims were treated Kathy good morning to you.
11: Craig, good morning to you. The hospital that we are standing in front of is less than a mile away from the parade route. So shortly after the shooting, dozens were rushed here, 26 in total. Doctors say that 25 sustained gunshot wounds and the patients, their ages range from eight to 85. When gunshots pierced Highland Park's 4th of July parade route, confusion and panic quickly set in. Many attendees forced a spring into action amid a flurry of gunfire.
12: There were a number of heroic actions by members of the community, by police, by first responders that rushed in and immediately tended to the victims, tried to get them help.
11: Witnesses say they even saw young children rush other kids out of harm's way. He said, my name is Blake. And the other little boy
13: said, Blake, run, run. And he grabbed Blake's hand. And
11: he joined up with his family, and this family took Blake to safety. Among those caught in the barrage of bullets was a Highland Park high school marching band.
14: I couldn't Mm. believe that there were so many shots in a row, and then it stopped for a short while, uh, and then it continued again.
11: The teens seen running from the sound of gunfire. The school says every member made it out safely, including Gavin Sollinger's son
14: shout out to the band um, who did a brilliant job of kind of, uh, kind of keeping the kids all together and safe. Thank God everybody was fine.
11: Still, as a suspected lone gunman attacked while positioned from a rooftop, those on the ground described the scene as a war zone. In the aftermath, folding chairs, strollers, even toys left abandoned by panic parade goers trying to flee from the violence. More than 30 people were injured and rushed to local hospitals. Six people lost their lives, including 76-year-old Nicholas Toledo, a father of eight and grandfather to many. His family telling the New York Times he was fatally shot while sitting along the parade route in his wheelchair, his family saying he originally didn't want to attend the parade. Jackie Sundheim, a lifelong member of the North Shore Congregation Israel, was also killed. Her synagogue writing, Jackie's work, kindness and warmth touched us all. There are no words sufficient to express the depth of our grief for her death. And as we continue to get more information about the survivors and victims, doctors here at Highland Park Hospital say that ninety people were treated and released yesterday. And we should also note that this hospital was placed on lockdown yesterday amid the chaos because of the proximity to the shooting scene and also because of the hours long search for the gunmen. Craig.
10: Kathy Park on the ground force there in Illinois. Kathy, thank you so much, and and folks, be sure to tune in to NBC Nightly News this evening for special coverage of the 4th of July parade (coughs) shooting, Lester Holt anchoring live from Highland Park, Illinois.
13: Now to some new details this morning in the case of the Texas yoga teacher accused of killing a woman she saw as a romantic rival and then fleeing the country. NBC's Stephanie Gosk is here with the latest on this story. Steph, good morning.
6: Hey, Chanel, good morning. We're learning more about what accused killer Caitlin Armstrong's life was like on the run, where she hid and how she spent her days during her time in costa rica local authorities say armstrong stayed at a hostel don john's lodge in santa teresa a place to surf and do yoga just a short walk to the beach armstrong had been taking yoga classes nearby which u.s marshals say helped the authorities track her down
3: in all this defendant's flight was clumsy at best you have to give up your old life and that means not bringing your yoga practice with you when you run to Costa Rica to hide from authorities.
6: Armstrong is accused of murdering professional cyclist Anna Maria Wilson in Austin, Texas. Police say they believe she was in a jealous rage after Wilson spent time with Armstrong's boyfriend, Colin Strickland. The timeline for this tragedy, according to U.S. Marshals in Austin PD, unfolding over the last two months. On May 11th, officers responded to a call and found Wilson with multiple gunshot wounds on her friend's bathroom floor. She was pronounced dead at the scene. The next day, officers questioned both Colin Strickland and Caitlin Armstrong, later releasing Armstrong. On May 13th, Armstrong sold her black Jeep Grand Cherokee for $12,200 and the following day left the Austin Airport on a flight to New York City. A warrant was issued for her arrest. And on May 18th, Armstrong was caught on camera boarding a flight from Newark, New Jersey, bound for Costa Rica, using what police say was someone else's passport. About a month and a half later, authorities arrested Armstrong at the hostel in Santa Teresa Beach, Costa Rica. On Saturday, she landed back in Texas to face murder charges. When authorities found Armstrong, they say she had altered her appearance by cutting and dyeing her hair brown in an apparent attempt to make herself less recognizable.
3: The next step for Armstrong is to be brought before a federal judge here in the United States who will determine the scheduling going forward and any modification to bail or bond that her defense attorneys may want to ask for.
6: That first court appearance expected to occur any day now. Armstrong has not entered a plea yet. She faces first-degree murder charges and unlawful flight to avoid prosecution. According to the U.S. Marshals, she was looking to stay in Costa Rica. The yoga instructor, they say, was getting ready to, in their words, establish the next part of her career. Oh, my goodness. Good. All,
10: right, all right, Steph. Straight ahead. <laughs> With uh, rising inflation taking a big bite out of a lot of budgets, some people are turning to credit cards. This morning, we've got One Woman's Cautionary Tale and how to climb your way to financial freedom.
1: Plus, in Popstar, a big milestone for those little minions, how their hijinks help break a holiday box office record. Coming up after this.
12: I was hours into a hunt for new digs at the local shopping mall and losing steam fast when fate intervened.
14: Drumsticks, get your drumsticks.
12: Nutty, sweet drumstick. What luck. One drumstick, please. Here you go. This is hot and made of chicken. I want an ice-cold, creamy, crunchy drumstick sundae cone. You and me both, buddy. But that's the vendor next door. Drumsticks. But that line is three miles long. Oh, well. Another day, another drumstick.
0: When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: We're back with today's summer savings with inflation rates reaching highs we haven't seen since the 80s. A lot of folks are taking on debt
10: just to make ends meet. Yeah, a lot of folks are. But with with some planning and some discipline, you can get out of that hole. NBC's senior consumer investigative correspondent, Vicky Wynn, has some tips on how you can work toward financial freedom
15: like baseball and apple pie debt has become a slice of American life. The average American carrying a total debt of more than $96,000.
4: I have a total debt of around $67,000 and that feels terrifying and like I want to throw up
15: Francie Webb a doula and small business owner in Virginia says she couldn't always speak so candidly about money even avoiding the topic with her husband Leo she's opening up to remove the stigma she racked up nearly a hundred $20,000 in debt after using credit cards to pay for family bills, including rent and her daughter's preschool. Why do you think people carry that embarrassment when it comes to finance and
4: debt? There's a lot of shame that comes with it. Um, For me, it's like I did it wrong. It's like, well, I screwed up and this is the reminder.
15: How do you move past that feeling?
4: Understanding that that's just a story that I make up about myself. Like if I'm there saying I screwed up, and it's really like, no, and I was doing was taking care of my
15: family and like making a choice that worked for right then. Once Francie and Leo created an open dialogue about their finances, they began tackling their debt together using a budgeting app and working with a financial advisor to help them prioritize their spending. And it started with sweating the small stuff. When the kids lose the remote control yet again. Francie tells Leo to press pause on buying a replacement.
4: He's like, can we afford to spend 20 on that? And it's like you feel that shame comes back when you're like, what, I don't have $20 to buy an extra remote? But then you step outside of that shame and you're like, wait a second, is this actually what I want that $20 to do? Or would I rather have that $20 in my vacation fund? How
15: hard was it to adopt these new habits? Really freaking hard. Francie says she and Leo stopped using credit cards and in just a year and a half they knocked down nearly half of their debt. Recently inflation costs prompted them to adjust their repayment strategy. I've actually called each of my credit card companies and negotiated a lower minimum
4: payment. What that means is when there's extra to put toward debt rather than paying towards that higher minimum payment, I can then be like, no, my car is at $2,700. Let me throw $250 towards that.
15: Financial advisor Kristen Merrick doesn't work with Francie, but she says it's usually better to pay down credit card debt than car loans because of the high interest rates. What's the number one piece of advice you give people when they come to you and say, I want to start shipping away at my debt. You have to organize your debt. The focus needs to be on the bad debt which you know already is the credit card debt. Merrick says try to consolidate your credit card debt to make it easier to pay off if you can't she says pay down the balance on the card with the highest interest first and when tackling debt approach it like a diet going from being wildly excessive to complete deprivation is really not a great strategy to stay on track francie says she's created various funds for upcoming and emergency expenses like medical bills home repairs and travel building a future where the only thing she owes is a debt of gratitude for the lessons learned i have been in debt for the majority of my adult life and i'm just not interested in doing that anymore i'm committed
4: to having freedom with money
10: all right, Vicky, we're us there. So Vicky just gave yeah. you some tips uh, and we've got some more tips for you as well. These are tips from experts. Tip number one, set one hundred dollar weekly allowances for spending money so that you can stay on budget. Okay, avoid buying in bulk, avoid impulse shopping and mortgages can still be a good investment since, you know, it's usually an asset that goes up in value. So there are well, a few more tips there. Well, your dad had a pretty good tip. What was your dad's tip? When we tip? were growing up, my father didn't have a credit card. He mm-hmm. used to say. Besides a house or a car, if you can't pay for it in cash, you don't need it. And so did that stick with you? I, it stayed with me. I learned the lesson the hard way in college. I had a Discover those... card yes. for, for about three years. took me yeah. six or seven years to pay it off. Yeah. But after that, no. You have no credit card? we, I don't, we don't. That's we impressive. Don't in wow. Credit. Now, right. you talk to my wife.
5: Yeah. It's a
1: different
7: conversation.
10: It's a mixed bag. All, yeah. right. All,
1: right. All, right. All right. Let's get a check of the weather now from Dylan. She's in for Al this morning. Hey,
7: Dylan. Good morning again, guys. And we do have uh, pretty decent weather in the northeast. Down south, though, it is a little hot. But right in the uh, parts of the... Eastern Great Lakes and eventually into the Mid-Atlantic, we do have a chance of some stronger storms. Those extend all the way back through the northern plains, too. So keep an eye out for storms this afternoon. It's hot. It's humid in the middle of the country. That's going to produce some heavier downpours with those storms. We're also going to see a handful of records, but it's really the heat index that's going to be so uncomfortable today, feeling like it's about 110 degrees today, tomorrow, even uh, perhaps into the upcoming weekend, right through the middle of the country. We're also going to see, again, those northern storms where they could produce uh, large hail and damaging winds. Out west, Though, it looks really beautiful across California. Lots of sunshine temperatures in the 70s and 80s, just a little unsettled along the coast in the Pacific Northwest. And if you're heading out, don't forget to check us out on our serious XM Channel 108 off the rails is today.
13: Right. Sounds All right. good.
1: All right, Dylan. We got Chanel in for Pop Shop. Yes. Girl, what you
13: got? We've got a lot to talk about. First up, let's take a look at how celebrities were celebrating the fourth. No one does a party like our friend Martha Stewart. <laughs> she had our mouths watering with her lineup of patriotic pies, cherry, rhubarb, oh, strawberry when she was here. Well, I'm sure this was a fresh one. Yeah, but yes. <laughs> yeah exactly. Maybe I don't know. Maybe not. That's true. She does not recycle. It's one barbecue no, we'd love do. to invite I was Just about to say, how about Tonight Show host Jimmy Fallon? He celebrated with this adorable throwback. Oh my god! The young comedian rocking a T Bird T-shirt and an electric oh, guitar. Wow! Looks like Jimmy's doing his best Bruce Springsteen in the vintage <laughs> photo. Look at that one. And it was a double holiday for Julia Roberts. Yesterday, the actress celebrated her 20th oh. wedding anniversary. The Oscar winner marked the occasion mm. with this sweet snap, kissing. Hubby cinematographer Daniel Motor. Uh, The two met 22 years ago on the set of The Mexican. A big happy anniversary to those two. All right, next up, Keanu Reeves. I love this one. Okay, so this morning the Hollywood icon is the subject of one heartwarming viral threat on Twitter. Here's the deal TV producer Andrew Kimmel captured the sweet interaction between the Matrix superstar and a young fan who was just happened to be at the airport. So Kimmel wrote that the young man approached Keanu and started firing off a series of questions. Some people say hey kiddo you know I got to go yeah, or whatever. Yeah. he stayed and answered every single question and here's what he said the kid says why are you in London. He replies "Filming a documentary the kid do you live in New York? I live in L.A. The kid, how long are you going to be in New York? Four days. No, five. Five days. Why are you in New York? I'm going to see a Broadway show. And it turns out the questions go on and on and on. And he just patiently, Kimmel says, he oh, shared the interaction so on Twitter sweet. just to let people know that the movie star is, quote, a class act and how the little moments like this can make such a big difference in people's lives. So look out, Tom Hanks. Keanu Reeves <laughs> is earning his spot as America's sweetheart. They were easy sweetheart. questions. They were easy questions, but he literally just lingered and said, of their time. That was cool. all of them. All right. Next up, Kelsey Grammer. The actor is giving us some good news on that long-awaited Frasier reboot. Okay. It's officially in the works. Uh, what? In a virtual appearance on the talk yesterday, Grammer confirmed that the show is in its final stages of pre-production. He also revealed that they hope to start shooting the first episode sometime this fall. I can't believe it's been 18 years yeah, wow. since the original series wrapped, and fans are dying to know if some of their old favorites will be returning. No word yet, officially. If Jane Levy's will be back as Daphne or David Hyde Pierce. Well, he was just on the third yeah, hour. Was he, was week. Week. he didn't, he want, to week. He didn't he want to talk about, he about it. He didn't want to talk about it. He shut it down. He was, down. He was very cagey. We asked him, we said, Is Niles what? coming back? Very cagey. Well, wow.
10: interesting. So, uh, yeah. so we're
13: keeping yeah. our, okay. our fingers crossed. A lot of people want more of that iconic Crane brotherly love. All right. No official premiere date has been set yet, but the reboot is expected to stream on Paramount yeah. Plus. All right, cool. finally, Minions, The Rise of Groove. The little yellow guys are raking in the green. The latest chapter in the Despicable Me franchise dominated the holiday weekend box office grew and the King snagged an Independence Day 4 day opening record here we go totaling more than 125 billion <laughs> dollars the film from our sister company universal pictures overtook previous record holder 2011's Transformers dark of the moon the rise of Gru goes back to tell the origin story of the beloved animated characters who made their debut back in 2010. We're not gonna say we called it, but you remember they were here. Yeah. And they gave us this little thing. That's right. (laughs) We we propelled them. I can't believe I I missed that day. By the way,
1: we we were at Universal. And the minions oh, no. were everywhere. it so was hot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was hot. All right. Off.
10: Congrats, little people.
1: Still ahead. They are the top dogs once again. The legendary Joey Chestnut and Mickey Sudo. They're here. Uh, we're gonna find out how they're feeling. You know, they won that Nathan's hot dog eating contest <laughs> <laughs> yesterday. They look good. Yeah.
10: Then in today's food, two cool Asian-inspired recipes, including yeah. a frozen twist on Thai iced tea. Yum. Monday morning, 5th of July. The crowd here on the block. We still have the holiday cheer. It's the 4th of July. How y'all Love doing? It. We doing well.
1: So Guys, okay. This is an amazing group. Happy 95th, right here, Carletta R. Oh, Kegel. I nailed it. Six uh, children, y'all. 12 grandchildren. 12 Y'all, y'all it's wrinkles. so fun to be here. Congratulations <laughs> for everybody who's celebrating something great. Uh, coming up, Dr. John Torres is here with everything you need to know about ticks. A lot of of us are spending time outside during the summer. There are a lot of common illnesses that you may want to recognize some of the symptoms and also just how to prevent tick bites. Absolutely.
13: All right. Plus, in our series today, climate, a little purple creature that's a big problem in the ocean. Now there's an ambitious experiment to get rid of them. They could be coming to a restaurant near you. Mm -hmm. We'll
7: explain. All right. Then in today's food, the host of Lucky Chow on PBS, Danielle Chang, she is sharing some yummy Asian recipes to keep your Family cool in the hot summer, including a frozen dessert. Okay, looking can. forward
10: to that. And then coming up in just a few minutes on so the third hour from Emily in Paris to Outer Banks, summer travel inspired by your favorite TV shows. Oh, by the like way, Yellowstone. Uh, you can that's cool. watch the show. Bri-
1: why, that's a brilliant that's a concept. It's brilliant. All right, coming up tomorrow, guys, a closer look at a new list from U.S. News and World Report on what pharmacists say are the best over the counter
13: medicines for both adults and kids. It's good. The top treatments for colds, flu, allergies, and more. We'll have that tomorrow. On today.
10: All right, before we do anything else, you're like a ray of sunshine today. I know, I well, that's nice. Not,
7: not that you need it. I mean, we've <laughs> got sunshine here in the yeah. Northeast. It's absolutely beautiful. We've been on a good stretch, but other parts of the country will have to deal with some storms today, especially uh, the interior Northeast later on this afternoon. But those storms actually extend all the way back up into Montana. Some could produce some large hail and damaging winds. It is extremely hot, dangerously hot in the middle of the country. So really just stay in the air conditioning if you can because it is going to feel like it's up around 120. 10 degrees tomorrow. The same general area is likely to see the storms, although it might shift a little farther to the south. It stays really hot back through the plains, where we could see another handful of record high temperatures. But it's all about the humidity. And out west, lots of sunshine. Temperatures nice and cool on the west coast in the 60s and 70s. Not too bad. And that's your latest forecast. All right, Dylan.
1: Thank you. It would not be the Fourth of July <laughs> without a very, very famous feeding frenzy.
10: Did y'all see the hot dog oh, eating contest? Uh-huh. The hot dog eating contest. <laughs> Made its triumphant return to Coney Island yesterday, and the winners continuing their tradition here with us this morning. It, and they're here just about every year because they <laughs> win. It just about every year. Joey yes Chestnut, Mickey Sudo, good morning good to morning. both of you. Congratulations. Congratulations. What a
1: day yesterday for you. Um, yeah. Can you just explain to folks who don't get how you can do that? We watch you eat these hot dogs, dunk them in water. What happens? Uh, you're not chewing, you're swallowing.
2: What it, are you doing? Oh, it's not pretty. We're, we're, using, we're, using, we're using the water to get the bun down. Oh. We're, we're finding the rhythm, using every every muscle to, to work together to just uh, ease as much as possible and uh, we're, we're competitive.
10: 63 <laughs> hot dogs in 10 minutes yesterday, Joe. Uh, oh. Um, congratulations! Thank I you. Guess. How, how
2: do you feel this morning? Uh, you, know, like you, you see me sweating. It, uh, it, <laughs> hopefully, you're not too close to me. I probably smell like meat. Oh, But uh, no, it, I, I
12: don't.
2: I don't feel too great. But it, it, it's like anything. A marathon runner doesn't feel too great after a marathon. Um, it'll take me about a day and a half to recover.
13: And Mickey, you killed 40 <laughs> hot dogs. I don't even know how you did that. You led the entire way. How are you feeling this morning? You don't look so uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, you know, I've
7: I've done more in competition, so I guess I got off easy with 40. I do oh feel goodness. a little bit uh, a little puffy today, a little bloated from all the Puffy sodium. is fair. Yeah, I, I have to ask. I mean, the fact that you're even wearing a belt right now <laughs> blows my mind. But you actually set out the competition last year for a very good reason. The only reason I was yeah. 37 weeks pregnant with our son Max, who's over there in the crowd. Oh, uh-huh. oh my God!
1: Wait, Max! Wait! Can you all see him? He's like, oh my God! You guys, you gotta oh, get you gotta work. get the live <laughs> shot right here. There <laughs> yes. is a. Come here, Mike. can so, you walk this way? Yeah, bring him he's over. He's so cute. He's learning oh how to walk right now. He, he is? he little bump on his nose That's from the okay. carpet. Oh, He'll get a lot a, more Wait, wait a minute. Oh, my God. And so the Mohawk. Fun. And this is his dad, Nick Weir, who can Hi be down guys. the guy's side. Oh, it's, oh my God. Uh, is he a good eater? He is. He's
7: uh, not a picky eater. He's definitely got a healthy appetite. And
1: does he understand when he watches mommy on TV uh, devouring those <laughs> hot dogs what's going on?
7: Thankfully not. And hopefully by the time he's old enough to understand,
11: he'll just think that we're all very weird and taken.
7: Yes, you, in other Why do you do it? Do you
1: do it for the money, for the fame? Do you get paid much? What They're do you the get? some
2: money involved. I get to thrill. travel around the world, eat, uh, meet <laughs> happy people, beat people. Oh, the competition is a great thing, and, and I love eating. Wow. Well, okay. Here's the thing I watched yesterday, yeah. as yeah. I do
10: every year. I've, it's, I've got a bizarre borderline obsession with the competitive eating.
2: <laughs> what you do, it really
10: is remarkable. Because the, even, like, the guy who finished second yesterday, how many did he eat? Oh, I think he was 20 behind me. Right! 20. Wow. I mean, he blows them out yeah. of the water. Well, what's next really for you? Concerned. Where are you going uh, after this?
2: What's next? I, uh, mm-hmm. I'm doing a, uh, uh, what am I doing? Chicken fingers for Raising Cane. Not chicken, of course. oh, well, these are for good cause. Chicken, yes. fi- uh, chicken well. fingers, if, uh, they'll be delicious. They'll be in Vegas uh, Guys, later oh, in the thank That's you nice. so thank much. Thanks.
1: Congratulations. See you next year. little one. Nice to meet you.
10: Oh, my God. God, the sweetest. Yeah. Uh, just ahead. If you are planning on perhaps going outdoors this summer, you're going to want to stick around for this one.
13: Yes, Dr. John Torres is here with some important tips to protect you from ticks and the diseases they carry. And it's not just Lyme disease. We'll get to that in just a bit. But first, this
16: is Today on NBC.
12: this morning on your health, they are
10: small, they are gross, and they are dangerous. As we all spend more time outdoors now, we need to be on the lookout for ticks. And NBC's senior medical correspondent, Dr. John Torres, has some really important information this morning on tick-borne illnesses and how to protect yourself and your family. Dr. John, good to see you, sir. Good to see you as well. So here's the thing. I mean, the most common, you correct me if I'm wrong, the most common disease that we get from a tick bite, Lyme disease, correct?
14: Right. That's the most common. That's the one we know the most about. And as a matter of fact, they just came out with a study worldwide, huge study that found out that around 14 percent of people have been exposed to Lyme virus somewhere in their lives. They have the antibodies for them. And the way it works, 21 percent in Central Asia or Central Europe here in the United States, around nine percent, mostly in areas where the obviously the ticks are. I live in Colorado, not so much the northeast, much, much heavier. How how do you know? What what are some signs that that you may have been exposed? So the symptoms are usually what we see with symptoms of other things, fevers, chills, headaches, those types of things of things, but then you start getting this rash, which is basically a target lesion that looks like a target. It has a red spot in the middle, some clearing, and then a red spot on the outside. Then you can start getting joint pains. That's a picture of the rash there. Then you can start getting joint pains, and it can lead to more complications later on, so that's why you want to be extremely careful with these ticks. And some
10: folks have have
14: long-term problems. And that's the problem. We're finding out more and more long-term problems. You can get this arthritis, which are these joint pains you can get, but on top of that, one of the worst ones is you can get these neurological symptoms, which can be numbness, weakness, and you can get this facial droop as well, and that can be lifelong.
10: Is it true that there is now a vaccine, a Lyme disease, Lyme disease vaccine that's currently in clinical
14: trials? There is a Lyme disease vaccine in clinical trials. We actually had one in 98. They discontinued it in 2002. And now Pfizer and the University of Massachusetts are actually developing one. They're going through human trials right now, hopefully in the next couple of years. It's going to take multiple dosing, maybe every year dosing type of thing. So in areas where people have those ticks. A
10: lot of folks know about Lyme disease. A lot of folks
14: may not know about something that's called alpha-gal syndrome. Right. Alpha-gal syndrome is basically a meat allergy. And it comes from a tick that you get bit because it, it actually bits... A deer or other animal a mammal earlier yeah. and it has that sugar molecule from the meats it gives it to you and then you get this meat allergy and it just kind of one of those weird things where people come in with this anaphylaxis this allergic reaction we don't really know why and they found out over the years that they can start getting this meat allergy. Around 5,000 people a year are getting this so it's a lot more prevalent than we thought it was. And what about the, the Lone Star tick? What, what can you tell us about that? So the Lone Star tick is basically in the southeast region of the United States and that's the tick that causes this and so you want to be very careful Got with it. it and so you just want to make sure you Avoid it. And finally, something that it's called a, I've never heard of this one, it's called the Powassan virus? Right. It's the Powassan virus. Luckily, there aren't too many of them. There's around 43 a year that we get this, and so it's not very prevalent. But it just made the news a few weeks ago because there was a woman, unfortunately a 90-year-old woman, that died from Powassan, and we do get a few deaths from this every year. This is also from the deer tick, the same one that causes Lyme disease, and it can cause these neurological symptoms. It can cause an encephalitis, which is a swelling of the brain. Mm -hmm. There is no cure for it. There is no medication for it.
10: Really quickly, before we let you get out of here, what can folks who are watching or listening do
14: to prevent... So you want to avoid the ticks. The main thing is to make sure you treat yourself with DEET or Picaridin, you know, those insect sprays, permethrin for your clothes. When you're out in the woods, you know, tuck your pants into your socks. It looks weird, but it really helps out a lot. And then make sure when you come back that you do these daily checks for ticks, tick checks, you, your children, your dogs as well. And you can see the picture there of where you should do it. When you remove the tick, be very careful. Don't squeeze the body, just get it from the head, pull it out, take a shower, check yourself all over, And then in your clothes, make sure you wash and dry them in high heat, so that way you kill any ticks that might be there. All right, Dr. John, good info. Uh, So much so, Dr. John's coming back. He's going to join us in the third hour
10: uh, with some summer health tips. Thanks. We'll see you next hour. Coming up, though, a possible solution to eliminate an underwater pest that's really causing some big problems in the ocean. Put them on the menu. That's the solution, apparently. But first, this is Today on NBC.
13: We are back with today's climate and what could be a delicious solution to an ecological disaster off the California coast. For the last several years,
7: scientists have been warning about purple sea urchins. They have chewed away at kelp forests, which are the lungs of the ocean and also home to countless species. But now there is some hope,
1: and it all starts with turning a species that's way out of balance into a delicacy. NBC's Gotty Schwartz has more.
9: Along California's coastline, two fishing boats head out in search of an underwater plague. To see what they're up against, we went to meet them. 45 feet below and found a wasteland of purple sea urchins where towering forests of kelp once stood, an ecological disaster we first saw in 2019. A few years ago, these kelp forests stretched all up and down the Northern California coast, but they have been decimated. Purple urchin populations exploded following a period of unusually warm ocean water and a mysterious disease that wiped out the sunflower sea star urchins natural predator
11: right now they're at like 60 to 100 times what we would want to see in a system that's in balance
9: dubbed zombie urchins they can survive with almost no food for decades and have long been considered commercially worthless empty of their prized roe or uni a delicacy landing on sushi menus around the world over the last decade commercial divers Harry LaCornick and Stephanie Mutz have watched purple urchins take over
10: it looks more like a nuclear bombs hit it
9: They'll eat anything But today, they're part of an ambitious experiment, hauling thousands of them to this urchin ranching operation near Santa Barbara, where they feast 24 hours a day on a very specific kind of salad. How long does it take to to fatten them up in these tanks? 10 to 12 weeks, going from empty to just like a a fat little cream puff. (laughs) A fat little cream puff, a (laughs) spiky
8: cream puff. A spiky cream (laughs) puff, just like full of like marine custard.
9: Normally, chefs seek out uni from the Red Sea urchin because they're bigger. But here, the ultimate goal is creating a sustainable market for the smaller purples that could help save California's kelp.
8: We'll freely acknowledge that it's not chicken tenders. It's not necessarily for everyone. For this to really move the needle on this marine ecology problem, you've got to scale it up.
9: And so far, demand is growing. Purple urchins now on display at high-end restaurants like the Broad Street Oyster Company in Malibu. When people come in, they expect to see the big red yes. urchins. Does it take a little while to explain what's going on? It's always an opportunity to have a conversation with the guest, deepen their knowledge, explain to them why we're doing it. All right, look at this. Now, full disclosure, I'm what you might call an uni newbie. I have no idea how many ways it could be served. We've got the pasta, we have the lobster roll, and then we've got the uni straight from the ranch. Uni oysters. Bottoms up. You've got the lobster roll, you've got the butter, you've got the uni. A delicacy of sustainability mm. that leaves you with a taste Perfection. for the sea. Perfection. For today, Gotti Schwartz, NBC News, Malibu, California.
7: <laughs> I was saying no, okay. no, no, but oh, now they selling it. Although oh. I think I have a texture issue with with
1: that. Uh, yeah, with it, yeah. I don't know that it's for me, but good for Gotti. Good for Gotti.
7: Good for Gotti. Coming, God up, coming up next, no
1: people purple sea urchins on the menu. Today, Danielle Chang is sharing her go-to dishes for hot summer
10: nights. Including turning a Thai favorite into a sweet frozen treat. This is today on NBC. Yum. We're back, uh,
1: 8:50 with today food this morning. The host of PBS's Lucky Chow and co-founder of the Howl Life brand, Danielle Chang, is here. She's got some healthy and delicious Asian-influenced recipes to help you keep cool on these hot summer days. Danielle, it's great to see you. Summer is so one of those days you. you want something light and airy. You've got a delicious salad for us. But yes. you have two
5: words I didn't understand: shabu shabu.
1: Yes, Both shabu of those. shabu. So yeah. I'm
5: making a cold soba noodle salad yeah. with shabu shabu. And Shabu Shabu is just a method of cooking. It's actually oh. a Japanese onomatopoeia for swish swish. So how so do you when how you, do you cook, cook? shabu shabu? You literally take a very thin slice of meat, you put it in hot boiling water. Hot boiling and you just go what swish, else is, swish.
7: Swish swish. Wait. Wait oh shabu. 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 And, and you're done? Done. Shabu-shabu. Wait. It's done.
1: That, so anyone can do shabu-shabu. Absolutely. Anybody, and what kind of meat is that? This what is a use?
5: pork tenderloin, but okay. you can really use any Good. kind of meat, any seafood that you, can, you want. Swirl, shabu, swirl, shabu-shabu. Yes. And what do you do with that meat once so it's cooked? So what I have actually in here mm-hmm. is soba noodle. So okay. soba noodle is a buckwheat noodle. Okay. It's very high in fiber. Mm-hmm. It's gluten-free. And, and tasty, so too. Yeah. Very tasty. Okay. And um, in the same pot of water that I cooked the... Noodles and a chef's tip, you can just shabu away. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, so you take the pasta out, leave the water and shabu shabu. Away. shabu. Okay, that's
5: good. Put together okay. a wait. dressing. This has sesame seeds, which are very nourishing for you. They are. They're yeah, great for anti-aging, just like moisture retention. Wonderful okay. summer food. So what you got? I sesame some here. An, uh, umami. Umami. Rice wine. Rice wine and soy sauce. That's it. That's it. Okay, so that's it. And then here we move on to this is one of my favorite superfoods. It's, it's chrysanthemum greens, mm. which oh. um just are full of antioxidant. Taste it. It's very herbaceous. Really? Yes, you're gonna love it. Mm. And yeah. the flowers can be used for tea, which mm. is very cooling. So in Chinese food therapy, yeah. Yeah. you know, when you yeah. talk about Food being cold or yeah. hot—it's yeah. really about the energetics of the food, not the how temperature. it makes you feel. Exactly,
1: ah, not okay. the temperature. So we got so. soba noodles, we got the
5: chrysanthemum greens, yes, and, and then, then what? radishes, which are great for your whole digestive system. This and is so healthy. What's yeah. happening right now? And, yes. it's good. and it's digestive salty system. and fresh and cold. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> and then to that, cucumbers <laughs> and tomatoes, which have a lot of liquid, so you know they're hydrating okay. for you. Ooh. And then. At the very top, I Mm -hmm. like to just add a few slices of the pork, shabu-shabu, if you're using it. Shabu-shabu on
10: top? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay.
5: And then do you just pour, you
1: put all the dressing on it?
5: Yes, here it is. Oh, you already, already did it. Okay. Um, so go ahead and just pour I like pour a lot of all. dressing. Do yeah. you? Yeah, and it Thank just you. sits in oh, the soda. Yeah. Soaks it up. Okay. And then I'll top it with some nori, which is seaweed, and then more sesame seeds. So you're you're big on really, sesame seeds. It's very healthy, and I like making foods that are healing for you. Okay. Yeah, you and salad. this is the salad? I These want are the salads. This. This yes. Salad? you have an extra
1: Good. fork? you, you got to get to the popsicle. You've got a fork, anyone? Oh, shoot. Okay, well, I'll use the tongs. Okay. Oh, no, it works fine. Don't worry. I got it.
5: Okay, yeah. so let me just taste it, because you have to. Yes. Yeah. Really I'm obsessed with these ingredients. Chrysanthemums. Yeah. Uh, uh, sesame, sesame seeds, yeah, right. radishes. They're actually all <laughs> part of this wellness product. Shabu right about the house. shabu. Shabu
10: shabu. not good. I know, right? Right? This book
7: we <laughs> yeah. They're really good. Mm. I've never had them. That is so good. Okay.
10: All oh, right. Now, I'm so popsicle. glad you like it.
5: Mm, mm, and you can slurp the noodles. I was. You know? mm. It's a I'm really it. summery okay. uh, version Perfect for, for ramen. Now, let's make this popsicle. So, the Thai iced popsicle okay. tea. So, oh, just steep some Thai black tea. tea for about five, three to five minutes. Oh, fuck that. And then add some uh, condensed, condensed milk. milk. I like to add just Look about a mm. quarter. more more. More, more. Yeah, all of it. it. Okay, all of it. Okay. So then, here, the magic of TV, I have okay. it in these pops and I'm adding oh. Oh. more evaporated. Wait, milk. wait, look what
1: she's doing. And so, See? when
5: you do that, it creates See? this beautiful creamy swirl oh when you take soda. out the pops. Please try. We wait, I'm a popsicle freak. <laughs> wait,
13: wait,
5: wait. wait. Here you go.
10: This is it? And I yes. love Thai tea. Well this is good for me? That's a flavor. This is I've good never for you because
5: tea actually mm. is considered a cooling food. It expels heat from your body. Wait Danielle, you know so. it tastes
1: kind of <laughs> like caramel a little yes, bit. Does it is, have that flavor? <gasps> it does, isn't <gasps> mm. it? Mm. This, that this is, is so good. Very right. Easy. By the way, <laughs> you should see
10: our. We're all going so happy. Ooh. I wasn't expecting this. To so keep
5: your body cool, especially if you've had too much hot dogs. Yeah. And even <laughs> too much meat. Oh yeah. Grilled oh, meat. foods. Dude. That all creates this. I'm extra like literally yin, doing Gang energy, know, and you really well. want to be healing and eating well mm-hmm. and supplementing your body. During the yeah, and it can be tasty too. It's not like you have to sacrifice. Really good, Danielle. Thank you so it. much. Thank we you. Joey Chestnut would eat like
10: six, sixty-three
1: of these. <laughs> For these recipes <laughs> and more, head over <laughs> to <laughs> today.com/slash. I have to try later. You got to try this. So, so good. good. Mm-hmm. Coming up on Hoda and Jenna, we got DJ dancer Twitch. He's live. I love our Oh my room. God.